Welcome to the Eat This, Not That podcast. I'm John Hammond, and this is Megan Murphy. Hi, everyone. And now this week, before we get started with the episode, we wanted to invite you to share your burning food questions with us so that we can start to share them right here on this very podcast, right? So do this. Send us an email at podcast at eatthis.com. I don't care if it's questions, tips, tricks, topics. Yeah, send us anything. anything We're excited right? to read them. It's, it's amazing food finds uh-huh. that we, maybe we haven't talked about here. I'm always on I'm always on the hunt for amazing food finds, so definitely give us those. But again, that's podcast at eatthis.com and tell us what's on your mind so that way we can tackle it right here on a, on a future episode. And, and we'll, we'll read your email unless you don't want us to, then just say that in the email and say, hey, talk about this, but don't talk <laughs> don't about me. Don't mention my right? name. Don't mention me. <laughs> yeah. Because maybe you're in the witness protect, protection program, but you still need to know what to eat when you're yeah, at Trader exactly. Joe's or Whole Foods or Applebee's or whatever it might be, right? So anyway, podcast at eatthis.com. We can't wait to hear from you. Now, another thing that is, you know, going back to a series that, that we've been doing so far this year, the diet decoded and you know, the best diet and the best diet for me. And we've talked about keto, we've talked about paleo and you know, you got to figure out what's best for you. And this week we're going to dive into one that has, you know, I, I guess probably over the last 10 years become, yeah, become a popular. lot more prominent. And it really, you know, the, the people that it grabs a hold of, like it really grabs a hold of them. And you know, what I see when I when I see people doing this, I tend to see people do it together because it's one of those diets where you really need to have that that community support. Um, and this week we're going to talk on diet decoded. And we're gonna we're gonna break down the whole thirty diet. Yeah, the whole thirty. So this diet has been around for about a decade, and it parallels the growing interest in clean eating. That you know we've seen that shift in how mm-hmm. America is consuming food over the past decade how or so. Marketed for that matter. Yeah, exactly. Um, the whole thirty was started by Melissa Hartwig, and she is a certified sports nutritionist and co-creator of the original Whole Thirty program. And now it's grown into an incredible franchise. They have four New York Times bestselling books, a huge community of people. Like you mentioned, there's millions of people that have praised the diet as a natural way to turbocharge and reset your body. And I think it's really connected to the masses because people were starting to look for new ways to make healthy lifestyle changes, but they were tired of the quick fix mm-hmm. that didn't really have lasting effects. So... They turn to Whole30, they do it for a month, and then ultimately maybe they transition to paleo or other whole foods-focused diets. And while Whole30 can seem extremely restrictive or nitpicky, which we will get into in this episode, um, it's helped many people understand what clean eating really means to them and how it makes them feel. And that's the thing. I I think that's one of the... You would think it would be one of the challenges. I think that's one of the things that amazes me, actually, when I I see the growth. You talk about the the best-selling books Mm -hmm. and just the huge community that it has. And it's surprising to me because this is definitely not a, a quick fix. No, definitely like, not. This is, this is, you are locked in for you have 30 to commit. days. Yes. You know, this is a plan that you need to commit to 30 days, a whole month, and you're methodically going to remove certain foods and kind of gauge your body's reaction and adaptations to these changes. So it's not just about removing the foods, but it's about being critically aware. And I think that's what really helps a lot of people that do this dial into, you know, the clean eating. And it's, mm-hmm. it's not just a matter of, of, okay, if I remove this, does weight come off? It's, if I remove this, like how do I how do I feel? Yeah, do how I, am I sleeping? Do I sleep better? Exactly. Are my hands not as swollen? What's like, my energy level? All it, of that. And yep. it's interesting because it really you know again it's because it's not a quick fix because it's not one of those weight loss focused diets like oh my god I have my class reunion in two weeks and I got to <laughs> right. drop five pounds. Um, it really 
tunes you to your body mm -hmm. and how food has an impact on your body and what your body really needs. And, you know, the main targets are things that we've heard about in some of our, our other Diet Decoded episodes, uh, the things that you'll be strategically kind of removing grains, legumes, added sugars, dairy, you know, foods that many of us might have a sensitivity to. However, unlike keto or paleo that we talked about earlier, this is a much more methodical approach to it. It's not just all in like, okay, I'm going to go paleo tomorrow. Yeah. And here we go. Like this is, this is that 30 day kind of testing period and wind down to get you to a place that ideally is best for you. Yeah. And once you complete those 30 days, the idea is that your shopping and eating habits will be in tune with a healthy diet, which consists of mainly the whole foods that right. you're talking about. More importantly, because it's a gradual process, it's not that quick fix. Your body's going to be better equipped to handle a long-term shift. It's going to have more ability to sustain this type of lifestyle. You're going to have fewer cravings for sugars and processed foods. And then, like you mentioned, it's about like reintroducing certain foods like peanut butter and goat cheese and hummus, what, working them into your diet if you want to, feeling out how to manage those cravings, and then also enjoying desserts in moderation, which, which is nice. After you get through the 30, right. desserts in moderation. Have you ever thought about something like this, like something so sustained? Personally, Personally? I haven't. Yeah. I think, you know, I agree with eating whole foods, eliminating processed foods and all the garbage. Absolutely. Right. Um, I just don't really consider myself a put myself in a box for 30 days dieter but i know a lot of people that have done it and yeah and i mean i like the i like the idea of it and to yeah. me it feels like a very you know new year's resolution-y kind mm -hmm. of thing to do um but i would almost caution against that because it, i just feel like it's such a pressure-packed you know there, there's a reason why 90 percent of resolutions fail by february right. you know yeah. what i mean so to go it's into too much too fast yeah to, to go like, i almost feel like you do it in a month where you're not expecting the pressures aren't so so much everyone's like what's your resolution what are you doing like oh why are you not eating you know grains anymore why are you right. not eating this anymore um so maybe like that maybe this is a good time depending on when you're listening to us right right now to kind of contemplate this and and Look, as we've done with some of our previous Diet Decoded episodes, there are some pros and cons worth exploring or at least debating if this is a diet that you might be interested or are, in, are, are considering. Um, I'll go ahead and take the, the cons this go around because um, I think I was pro last uh, yeah, what we did. Yeah, I'll be pro um, <laughs> for, the, for so, the purposes so the of pro. this episode. <laughs> and, and my first con, um, and, and this, this, could be, this could be a big one, if, you're, if you are vegan or vegetarian, you're, you're out almost, right? This is, this is going to be, a, it's restrictive to begin with. If you're vegan or vegetarian, it's almost, almost impossible. I'm yeah, sure, there's not much to eat. I'm sure right? there are ways to kind of hack it and do it, but um, you know, Whole30 is, is going to be a hard option for you because legumes... Beans, pulses, and soy are all out. Like they're, you're, you're going to eliminate all of those foods, and those are really critical in a in a vegan vegetarian diet, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to protein sources and stuff like that. And vegetarians would so they'd lose that pro protein, they'd lose uh, calcium and other nutrients that are de derived from some dairy products. And neither uh, vegans or vegetarians would have access to the simple or complex carbohydrates uh, that provide yeah, energy. For energy. So that's that's kind of you know if again if you're if you're vegan or vegetarian, that's something that you're going to have to strongly consider. Yeah, that, that's definitely a big one. All right. From a pro stance, I'm just going to say that it, it's a healthier way to eat mm -hmm. in general, if we're talking about in general. I'll give you that. 
Whole30 helps you eliminate many of the foods that are bad for your body, we all know, and that contribute to weight gain, like fast foods, sodas, really anything that comes from a bag or a box. Processed foods, you know, and it's amazing when people go on Whole30, I've heard, wow, you know, I look in my fridge and my cabinets and I'm shocked to see how much processed foods I have or how many hidden sugars are hanging out in there. And so it's a shock right away. So Whole30 like cuts out all that crap and helps you establish a change in behavior when it comes to food. Yeah, I mean, that's a rock solid pro yeah. by the way and again it gets in, it gets into that mind body connection with mm-hmm. with the foods and how, how they how they make you feel and and sleep and all those things and that's that's a good one um this it, it might not be a con for for everyone listening of course it, it for darn sure is for me it's a con for um, me too <laughs> so I'm, I, I felt comfortable saying it would have been for you as well yeah um, definitely no alcohol i know for 30 days anyway i mean a glass of Chianti, a full-bodied stout, a nice hazy IPA. Uh, it doesn't matter. Alcohol packs plenty of empty calories in the form of carbs and sugar. And the average Cosmopolitan, for example, has nearly 24 grams of carbs, 22 of them being sugar, by the way. That's so a lot watch your, watch your Cosmos. Um, but, you know, straight gin, rum, whiskey, vodka, they don't contain any added sugar. But if you're on Whole30, you're trying to be nice to your liver, Mm -hmm. uh, your kidneys, your lungs, so there's no smoking or cotton candy flavored vape fluids either, by the way. Uh, And so so if this is something that you're thinking about doing, you you maybe want to have your last hurrah uh, before diving into Whole30. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely not a sustainable lifestyle for me, at least. But 30 days, I know a lot of friends that do um, dry Dry, January, January, and they feel great afterwards. So I think, you know, if you put your mind to (laughs) it. they fall off the wagon and feel like crap for the first two weeks of February. One glass of wine and they're off the walls. But um, yeah, they feel great after. So I think if you put your mind to anything, you can do it for 30 days, right? And I think, like, that's one of those things, too, where you talk about eliminating, like, realizing what an impact it has on your your body. Mm -hmm. I would imagine that 14 days... uh, like devoid of, of alcohol, you're going to see some significant changes in your sleep patterns, your ener- your overall energy, those kinds of things. And, and probably, uh, maybe more so than anything else, you, the actual number on the scale oh, because yeah. it has a, a significant impact on cheat meals and Absolutely. late night snacks and stuff like that. So it's, you know, it's a hard one, but it's a good one. All right, for our second pro, which you just mentioned, you're most likely going to drop some Mm -hmm. pounds. You're going to lose weight. Even though Whole30 isn't really marketed as a weight loss plan per se, it's inevitable. You know, you're eliminating foods that are high in sugar, eating more healthy fruits and vegetables that are rich with fiber in place of all those processed foods. So the pounds are just going to drop off. And oftentimes you will lose weight quickly. It's not a quick fix diet, like we mentioned, but initially you'll probably lose some LBs. There you go. And so... My final con here is something that we've alluded to uh, in the early parts uh, in talking about the the plan. It's strict, and and by that I mean like you have to be prepared to have a lot of discipline for mm-hmm. thirty days. Now, this is a borderline con for me because I do think that you have to maintain that discipline for thirty days, and that that could be a good thing because it's going to condition you to kind of be stronger coming out of it. But you know, if if it's a hard thing to do, we talk about all the time, you know, small challenges and yeah. small battles. And to me, this is this is a big one because it's not just saying like, all right, I'm going to decrease 
sugar for the next two weeks or 30 days. Like it's sugar, it's grains, it's alcohol, it's, it's all in. So that, you know, so if you're, if you're up for the challenge and if you have the grit and the fortitude to kind of, you know, that mentality that you can power through something, then, then yeah, go for it. But if you really need that, that wiggle room, if you need that cheat meal yeah, to kind of see days, you through, yeah. then it's something you really should be thinking about before you uh, kind of go down this path. Yeah, I definitely hear that for sure. But on the flip side, a little restriction can sometimes lead to positives. Mm -hmm. And in this case, that's trying new foods. So like once you're restricted to what you can eat, you may be able to try new things that you hadn't before and be open to them, like using coconut milk instead of butter or experimenting with spices and fresh herbs. Like I love to cook. So I think I would love the challenge of, okay, I want to make something healthy and delicious. What can I experiment with? What can I try? And it's just a great new way to have a great new food experience yeah. in the kitchen. I mean, look, at the end of the day, there's, there are the biggest, the biggest, you know, challenge here um, might just be the, the commitment. Like, are you the kind of person that is down for a challenge? Mm-hmm. And, and, and this is where you have to kind of, you know, use that, you know, that growth mindset, if you will, and not think about like, oh, crap, like, like I think, right? Like, oh, not, no alcohol for 30 days. <laughs> right. Like, that's all I can, that's all I can focus on. But think about, okay, like, I can do this for 30 days. And if I do this for 30 days, the, the long-term prospects here, the long-term benefits for me are going to be exponential right. because I'm going to cut those cravings because I'm going to, you know, lose a little more dependency on alcohol and, and maybe and I, sugar and, and, things, and even yeah. if I reintroduce it, maybe I'm drinking 25% less, maybe 50% less. Mm-hmm. Um, or changing what you're ordering or at the bar. changing what I'm ordering. Exactly. exactly. Maybe bye-bye Cosmos. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were a Cosmo guy, John. You know, you, know, you drink it with the, the mood, pinky when up the mood, too. When the mood strikes. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I, but so, so at the end of the day, like it's, it's a very good thing. But again, it, like this is not something to just kind of like ah oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try this. I think you have to you have to be mentally prepared. You have to have that growth kind of mindset to go into it. And look, if if you think you're down for it and you've weighed the pros and cons and you're like you know what like I need to eat cleaner. I'm not worried about weight loss. I just wanna I just wanna feel better. I just yeah. wanna be healthier. I just want more energy. Then okay, let's let's do this then. And you know we'll try and help you get started as best we can you should absolutely start with the book uh, or the website and get a detailed look at getting through those first 30 days however we have a bit of a cheat sheet if you will to get you more aware of what will be kind of go no go if this is something that you're going to go down on um so what exactly can and can't you eat during these 30 days let's start with the can'ts like let's start with the negatives before we talk about the the good stuff um the first one you mentioned it before, junk food. You know, beyond avoiding the typical processed junk food like chips and candy bars, Whole30 takes things a step further and it actually prohibits you from even recreating your favorite snacks. So you can't make homemade potato chips, by the way. Like, that's, that's <laughs> not going to work. The reason behind not being allowed to make ice cream out of frozen bananas, for example, is mental, really. In order to truly break junk food cravings and change your habits for the better, the program says that you have to ditch it altogether, completely. And that means ridding your life from healthier alternatives that resemble the same thing, too. So it's not enough to just kind of swap, swap out ice cream out, for, yeah. you know, frozen yogurt kind of things, which, you know, a lot of us at Eat This Not That mm-hmm. recommend. I love the Yasu frozen uh, yogurt parts the kids love them but if you're going whole 30 like don't even tempt yourself with it. it's about the temptation it's more about the habit right? and it's about the temptation the ha- exactly it's about breaking the the connection to that to that particular habit or craving mm-hmm. so that's a big one 
Another one you just mentioned, obviously, ice cream, but added sugars. Mm -hmm. I mean, you won't believe how often sugar is sneaking its way into foods. Even the foods that are marketed as healthy foods, you think they're healthy. They're loaded with added sugars. So Whole30 Whole30 will really open your eyes to this, and it's going to force you to carefully read labels, which you should be doing anyway, Mm -hmm. day to day. Um, Sugar's everywhere. And you can't have any of it on Whole30. So that means no honey, no agave, maple syrup, coconut sugar, stevia, Splenda, any other real or artificial options. Cut it out completely. And like you mentioned, ditching sugar is all about helping you stop those unhealthy habits, those cravings, and really improving that relationship you have with food and and sweets cravings. Yeah. I mean, look, that is... And that's the thing that I think is going to make people kind of perk up as, as they're listening. When you get to uh, honey, agave, mm-hmm. maple syrup, you think added sugars. And I think about the candy bar or the soda right. or the sports drink. And I look on the label and I see sugars. And now a lot of labels have already switched over to the added sugars line too. And I'm like, oh, that's an easy thing to find. But now when I, you put it in that context and I think about a little bit of tea in my honey or my oatmeal or maple syrup on my, my breakfast. Yeah. Well, I know. <laughs> that's... At you know, 30 days, man, 30 again, days. You, you, just just be aware. Like yep. if, if this is something you're contemplating, like be aware of how, how all-encompassing this can be. Um, so something else that you're going to have to uh, say goodbye to for, for a solid 30 days, dairy. When you're on Whole30, dairy is not allowed. That means no dairy milk of any kind. Ice cream, cheese, butter, yogurt, sour cream, coffee creamer, you name it. It does allow, for the exception of ghee or clarified butter, um, However, but I don't know too many people that are just like diving in on the, the only when train, I'm dipping right? my lobster yeah. in clarified butter. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so um, because milk is meant for baby animals, helping them grow strong at a rapid pace, it contains growth factors that can cause problems in humans like uh, inflammation, hormonal, hormonal issues, problems with your skin, and sometimes worse. It's been tied to some other uh, other health issues as well. So by cutting dairy you'll be able to see if any persisting issues clear up. Maybe it's your mm-hmm. skin, you know, those kinds of things. And here's the thing a lot of us don't realize is that 65% of Americans are lactose intolerant. Wow. Right? That's an astonishing That's number. True stat, true fact. See, and, and the reason is because, you know, look, I drank a, a gallon of milk a day as a, as a child, like no, no issue whatsoever. A lot of us develop the intolerance. Mm-hmm. So that's why the number is so high because as we age, you, your body doesn't need the growth hormones. Like when you're a kid, you need yeah. exactly what, what, what I just talked about there. You need, you need the calcium, you need the growth hormones, you need all those things. But once you reach, your body reaches a point where you don't need all that anymore, your body's like, well, we let's you know, pump the brakes. So Humans are the only mammal that yeah. continue to drink milk after the infancy stage. So and, there's something to be said about that for I, sure. You know, I have, have pretty much... I have pretty much removed dairy from my own diet just for just to try it, and I feel so much better. And and what's more impre- what's what's crazier is when I do really go eat something like you know warms up and I'm eating some ice cream, the way I feel like for it's a day and a half it. afterwards is crazy. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I know. I have some friends that that they get even stuffy noses sure. with dairy. Oh, congestion. If, yeah, 100%. congestion. Mm-hmm. I haven't really noticed that myself, but I've cut out dairy a little bit, like just like milk, cream, or things. But I I can't give up cheese yet. No, I'm just I, like I, I, I can't I, do yeah, that. I still eat cheese. But, <laughs> that but, should be its own category. You know, I, I, I eat cheese more sparingly Sparse, yeah. than I used to, and I really make sure it's high quality cheese, mm-hmm. and it's like a, a small snack it's and a treat. Yeah, totally. I'm not like eating just cheese for a meal. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I know people who do. Just <laughs> I, I do too. <laughs> 
Another treat that you can have, John mentioned it before, it's booze. No alcohol of any booze. This is a this is a this is a tough tough one. But again, 30 days only you could power right. through. Even booze hounds can do it for 30 days. We believe in you. But you can't consume alcohol of any form. Um, it causes you to make poor choices. We've all been there after a couple of glasses mm-hmm. or bottles. You're like, where's the pizza? You know, you're not really thinking about the healthy choices at that point. And, you know, it can negatively affect your health, your gut, your weight, all of it. So the one exception on Whole30 is kombucha, which mm-hmm. contains a very small amount of alcohol that's naturally due to the fermentation process. As long as it doesn't contain any added sugars, you're good to go. You have to drink a lot, a lot of kombucha to, feel to it. catch a buzz. I'm just saying. <laughs> Like de stress oh, after a long day with some kombucha is gonna be like ten gallons of kombucha. Ten, okay. We're not advocating that. <laughs> no, Just no, saying. of course, yeah. of course. And look, but I look as as much as as much as as you know, this is an easy one to, to kind of joke about. Uh, I don't mean to to you know lighten the the tone around around alcohol, of course, yeah. um, because it is something that I mean. Look, I I have personally wrestled with my own, you know, alcohol intake. Mm-hmm. Uh, and over the last couple of years, I've really honed it back honed a little back, bit. And, and we're reaching the time of year where I, I really start to do that because, you know, as we hit the spring, summer, late summer months, you know, I do a lot of triathlons and running events. And I just, you know, after, after, you know, a beer or two with dinner, anything more than that. And I just can't, you know, I wake up hazy and mm-hmm. it's hard sleeping well, probably. Right. right. And if the kids wake me up on top of that, like, so it's one of those things where, you know, if you, if you can dial it back to that level. So, you know, could I, if somebody really challenged me, would I cut it for 30 days? Darn right. Yes. I, yeah. I am, I am of the mentality where I would tackle something like this uh, if challenged to do so. I don't know that I would sign up for it on my own. Right. But if somebody dared me, I would probably do it. So maybe that's what you need. Like that's and that's where you're going to get a question now from one of our audience members. They're going to dare you. Eatthis.com. <laughs> you're you, encouraging if it. If you wish to dare me. Um, <laughs> but no, I, but I think that's where the, and and look when we talk about these things and and we've got, you know, a couple more here or one more to get through, but we talk about these things that are hard to give up. This is and I think alcohol is, is one where community really comes to play yeah. you know if you're a social drinker let people know going into this like hey guys like i'm starting whole 30 so i'm coming to happy hour but i'm not going to ha- i'm not gonna have my cosmo mm-hmm. we're just gonna have a, you know <laughs> whatever is allowed on whole 30 probably just some water or like some kind of seltzer or something uh nothing with added sugars of course but just you know and and get them to rally behind you and and be supportive of you and, and not, you know, kind of mock you or ask them well, why you're right. not, I mean, you're not drinking. Like, you know, you're luckier guy. Cause they'd be like, Oh, are you pregnant? Oh God, I'd be like, please. no, no, right. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> hey, maybe shotgun this beer. Anyway. So this is the last one mm-hmm. on the list on the, of, of our list. I'm sure yeah. there are many more bands. Yes, these many these are the more. big ones that were the ones that, you know, for anyone listening is are going to be probably the most challenging to, to remove over these 30 days. All right, we're going to take a quick break from this Diet Decoded Whole30 to talk about Blinkist. And look, I know we all have goals to hit, whether it's eating healthier or exercising more, and sometimes it can be hard to achieve all these while struggling with other aspects of life. There is an app I highly recommend to help you hit goals a bit easier. It's called Blinkist. Blinkist is the only app that takes the best key takeaways, the need-to-know information from thousands of nonfiction books, and condenses them down into just 15 minutes so you can read or listen to them. Blinkist is made for busy people like all of us who just want to get the main points out of books quickly without reading the entire thing. 
With an audio feature, Blinkist makes it easy to finish four books a day while you're on the go. Eight million people are using Blinkist right now, and it has a massive and growing library from self-help and business to health and history books. And I love the audio feature because I use Blinkist when I'm commuting on the train in and out of New York City. And again, it's just, it's such a convenient way to be able to consume a book in such a short amount of time. And because I'm listening to it and focused on it, it sinks right in. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've read, I've read How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie this way and The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People uh, by Stephen Covey. So again, those, those kind of classic books that you think, oh, I was, I was, I never have time to get to these. And then they have the key takeaways this way. With yeah. the Audible, with the Audible feature they're they're easy to digest so right now for a limited time blinkist has a special offer just for our audience go to blinkist.com slash eat this to start your free seven-day trial that's blinkist spelled b-l-i-n-k-i-s-t blinkist.com slash eat this to start your free seven-day trial and also Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission-free. While other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Plus, there is no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data, and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections, such as the 100 most popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of Eat This Not That a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Sign up at eatthis.robinhood.com. Yeah, so again, back to the list and the ones that are probably the most challenging um, for most of us to really think about mm-hmm. removing for 30 days. Uh, grains and legumes, we mentioned before. It's one of the hardest Whole30 rules to follow, uh, and it's it's this restriction of, of, of grains, all grains, by the way. That includes wheat, oats, rice, corn, millet, barley, rye, and any other form. Even those that are gluten-free, like quinoa and buckwheat, are on the no-go list. So again, like something that makes you sit up and realize like just how much and all-encompassing this is, that's, that's, a, that's a pretty hefty list. If you have an allergy or an intolerance you're not aware of, grains could cause issues with your digestion. Um, so this is the best way to really figure out if you have any issue with grains. The list of legumes is pretty long, and none of them are allowed on Whole30 because they can be really hard to digest. That includes all kinds of beans, chickpeas, peas, lentils, soy, and soy products like soy sauce, mm-hmm. tofu, tempa, and edamame, by the way, and, and peanuts. I mean, the peanuts aren't like really, peanuts are a... Uh, legume, legume, technically. Right? Yeah, yeah, so uh, they are legumes. There you go. So, um, I never thought... No I'd hummus. Think, no, That'd be no hard hummus. for me. So... I love a good chickpea, I mean, yeah. anything. This might be harder than alcohol. <laughs> um, and, that, but, and by the way, so this is where, this is what got me. It, that even means peanut butter. I know. So I like live on like peanut butter is what like about a daily almond butter. Th- almond butter. Yeah, I mean, any, of it. any of those things. So also again, like like added sugars um, and and grains and all the other things. This is where you really have to look at the label to make sure there are are no forms of soy, um, particularly uh, lecithin, which is a common food additive that's soy based. 
And you got to make sure those aren't are on any of the ingredient list. And as an exception, you can get green beans, sugar snap peas, and snow peas. They're all allowed because they're more of a pod than a bean. So oh, very technical pods there. Are, pods are okay. Pods are okay. Get your pod on. Um, you just mentioned additives. So three other banned ingredients from any list, and often these go unnoticed on labels. Mm-hmm. They're carrageenan, MSG, and sulfites, like the ones that don't occur naturally. These are packed in tons of foods and drinks you might not notice, like carrageenan is found in almond milk to make it thicker, and MSG is a commonly used flavor enhancer. Um, It's banned in a lot of places. It has a lot of negative effects. Like, true story, I ordered um, Chinese takeout from a new place a couple months ago, and I laid in bed. I almost went to the hospital. My heart was, it was beating out of my chest. I felt like crazy, and it was from the MSG. I had a horrible reaction so a couple weeks ago i went i was craving soup dumplings once in a while i do and i asked i called and i said do you guys use msg because a lot of people have completely eliminated it and the girl that picked up the phone like she was nice enough but she didn't seem very confident she's like no we don't when i went to pick it up i asked for a manager because i did not want to feel that again and he actually said you know we do use msg and I was like, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't get the food. I don't want to feel that way. So just, it's just like anything else. Educate yourself, learn what your body reacts to. If it reacts bad, just right. make sure and triple check. If, if the one person doesn't know, ask someone else or look something up on the internet. Because a lot of these additives, there's many different ways to spell them. Yeah, they sure. go under different sneaky little names. So just educate yourself over yeah. and over. And look, the books and the programs will, will help kind of, again, you know, like we're talking in broad strokes here, yeah. just so you have an awareness, again, so you can really kind of contemplate whether or not this is something that might, may or may not be for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but if, if it is for you and you dive into it, like you're going to, you're going to, you're going to have a chance to be well informed before you, before you dive in here. Now, talking about diving in, let's dive into the stuff that you're going to be piling Yay, up on your plates. All the good stuff. Let's finish on a high note, right? Yes. And, uh, and the first one is a, is a great one. It's veggies. On Whole30, you can go crazy on veggies. Not only will you get the vitamins and nutrients that you need, but they'll also help you stay full and satisfied between meals, which is really helpful because they have all that great fiber Mm -hmm. that's actually occurring in there. Uh, You can have all of them except for the aforementioned list of legumes, by the way. Um, And there's no limit. So the options are endless. Once you get past the legumes, like Go crazy. Yeah, and that's one of the things that I think is good about Whole30. There's no counting calories or anything. It's kind of like you can just load up on all this good food because it's satiating food. It's going to keep you full. Um, And partnered with veggies is fruit. Like when it comes Mm -hmm. to fruit, you can eat as much as you want, whatever types you want. It's all allowed. But just the key is to make sure you're not eating food to satisfy those sugar cravings. Again, it's about the mind and food connection. It's about healthy habits and cravings. So if you're swapping your candy bar for a banana, you're still reinforcing those cravings. So don't use fruit like that. Just use it as part of your meals, daily meals, you know, strawberries in your salad, handful of grapes with lunch, and use it like that. Another great category to stock up on, meat seafood and eggs on whole 30 you can eat moderate portions of meat by the way so this is not like okay like it's not keto that's right yep pack on the bacon um the diet suggests adding one palm-sized portion of animal protein to each meal so that's three times a day the the goal is to eat as little protein as possible and just stick to what your body actually needs which 
surprisingly, is going to be less than you think. And we're so also focused on protein. Like mm -hmm. everything you see has like protein, 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 yeah. protein all over it, right? From snack bars to cereals to yogurts, whatever it is. You probably don't need as much as, you, as you're being led to believe. And this is a great way to kind of gauge. It's like, okay, start with a small portion if I need a little more. And, and I, I actually have, have done this as I've reintroduced uh, meat back into my uh, the the portions that i eat are so much smaller than they used to be yeah and it's it's what as I they think, should be when you yeah, a serving well, size a steak, of meat you know yeah. it's like and i would get a like i could have eaten a one pound steak by myself almost previous and now you're an animal john i was you were. i was i was a <laughs> chunky animal is what i was with some cholesterol and, and other issues and then, someone and email so, in please and just require photos of john and, and so i hope natalie's not listening she's got those at the ready but but now, like, if I buy a, if I buy a one pound steak, let's say, I will cut it in half. Mm -hmm. I will cook the half, and Natalie and I will will eat that half. The other half goes in the freezer for for next week. Yeah, that's great. So not only am I eating less and feeling better, I'm saving a lot more money yeah. because that Portion goes control. a lot. You know, it's now it's now four portions versus one. Mm -hmm. And that's all it needs to be. And I'm sure you're right. just as full. It's a mental game. Yeah, hundred percent. So you mentioned not being able to have peanuts mm -hmm. because they're technically a legume, but other nuts and seeds are going to be like your best buddies on Whole30. You're going to stock up on all of them. They're yummy for snacks. They're satiating. They have all the healthy fats, um, almonds, cashews, pecans, pistachios, walnuts, basically anything you want. So except almond peanuts. butter is in, by the way. Almond, as long before. as there are no, no added, sugars. added sugars, you can do almond butter. Um, again, just like anything else, make sure you're eating them in moderation. You're not just like going to town on the nuts all day. Right. Sprinkle them in your salad or add seeds into your smoothies and you get that boost of fiber and protein. It's going to keep you full. Awesome. And, and healthy fats. Healthy yeah. fats are highly praised on Whole30. You can use clarified butter, ghee, coconut oil, extra virgin olive oil, and palm oil to make your meals taste better and ensure that you feel satisfied after you're done eating. Just make sure you do so moderately, by the way, with healthy fats, because a little bit goes a long way here. And the program says it's totally fine to use a few tablespoons of cooking oil with every meal if you want. Avocados are good to go here as well. So big sigh of relief because yeah. you think about like hummus and like all these things, yeah. avocados are there so you're good to go then I can maybe attempt Whole30 if avocados are on the list another um, relief for many people is coffee is Whole30 approved so I know I right mean, look, if you're if you're giving up alcohol for 30 days <laughs> yeah, to ask yeah. to also give up caffeine <laughs> yeah. would just be too much that's, that's a lot <laughs> um, the only catch is obviously avoid coffee that are flavored with extracts sweeteners any chemicals or artificial additives and no cream or sugar right we mentioned no dairy or added sugars and they even make these paleo creamers with approved ingredients but those should be avoided because again this type of swap doesn't help you in right. your quest to develop a healthier relationship with food and change those habits which is the long-term goal yeah so i know it sounds intimidating honestly it's probably the factor that you know that has always held me back from looking more at whole 30 maybe maybe for you as well mm -hmm. you know certainly the alcohol piece is is kind of key too um but i've become a bit more open to it after digging a bit deeper and discussing it you know here uh and just doing the research and, and prepping for this uh fact of the matter is you really don't know how your body may react to certain foods or ingredients unless you take a disciplined approach to discovering it for yourself and at least with whole 30 you're getting a time-tested approach 
that can help to guide and motivate you through the process. So, yeah. you know, that's that's kind of helpful. At the end of 30 days, you're surely going to look and feel uh, a lot better, which I think is is a benefit. And you're going to have a lot of pride, too, because, yeah. because you you're going to be able to say to yourself, like, I stuck with this for a month. And that's pretty rewarding, right? Absolutely. Good for you. Hey, thanks for listening. Be sure to check out our other Diet Decoded episodes and also go ahead and subscribe to make sure you don't miss future episodes. For more info on Whole30, be sure to check out eatthis.com. There are a ton of articles and guides that can help you decide if it's for you. Be sure to check us out on Facebook as well as Twitter and Instagram. We're at eatthisnotthat. And follow us for inspiring food tips and recipes. Until next time, I'm John Hammond. And I'm Megan Murphy. Please feel free to follow me as well. I'm at This Girl Can Eat. I hope you'll connect with me there and let me know what food choices are on your mind so we can share them here as we help you eat this, not that.